Hey everybody, welcome to Honest Conversations, a podcast by young people for young people. Join us for discussions with our peers, testimonies from guest speakers, and a whole lot of truth as we empower you to walk confidently with Jesus and create change wherever you may go. Hello and welcome to Honest Conversations, a podcast by young people for young people. I'm your host for today's episode, Dabria Karapita, and with me in studio, we have a special guest, Gary Williamson, and I'm just going to allow him to introduce himself and to tell us a little bit more about who he is. Hey, Gary. Oh, hey, hi, Dabria. So glad to be with you guys tonight. And uh, yeah, I'm a part of the pastoral team here at Harvest City Church. I've uh, been involved uh, on staff here for about 16 years now. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so it's been <laughs> lots of different things I've done. But right now I'm on uh, as a pastoral assistant. Okay. And so I assist in various ways, do lots of administration, and uh, they get the opportunity to teach and preach. And I love doing that as well. And uh, I'm really glad to be sharing get this podcast with you today. Okay, awesome. Well, we're so glad that you could make it for this recording. We are going to get right into it. We're going to be chatting about something a little bit different, very exciting. We're going to be talking about the Core Truth Project. So this is your area of expertise, and I'm really excited to give the listeners a little bit more information and to just talk more about this really new and exciting thing that's happening here. And so why don't you tell us, what is the Core Truth Project? Well, the Core Truth Project is uh, a project that uh, we've come up with to help the church really experience and appreciate and learn Christian doctrine, Bible doctrine, and uh, just basically the core truths of Scripture. Now, when we say doctrine, um, we really just mean teaching or instruction, mm-hmm. right? So. Um, and people get a little bit f- afraid of that or think it's going to be dry or just academic. But really, when you look at the Word of God, uh, it's clear in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, it says, For the Word of God is living mm-hmm. and active. And so when you get into the teaching of the Word and get into looking at doctrines, Bible doctrines, life comes to uh, the individuals that study it and learn it and grow in it, you know? So, you know, what is Christian doctrine then? You know, that's the question. What mm. is that? And, uh, you know, and I believe what it is, is it, it's a more of an intellectual approach to scripture okay. and learning scripture because it's important for us to, you know, apply our minds to the word of God, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, as charismatic Christians, uh, you know, we find that sometimes we we tend to have a more of an emotional relationship mm-hmm. with the Word, right, and with Jesus, and there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely, we love mm-hmm. that, and it's important to have that too. Um, but the Lord also, you know, challenges us to know Him intellectually, love Him mm-hmm. with all of our heart, with all of our mind, mm-hmm. with all of our strength, but also with our minds, love Him with all of our minds, you know, and to know His Word is to know Him. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, so uh, the scripture says, for wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul, according to Proverbs 2, verse 10. So knowledge, is, knowledge will be pleasant, mm. you know, to your soul. And so the, the, the Core Truth Project is hoping to bring people into that a re- deeper relationship with Jesus as people dive deeper into mm-hmm. the Word of God. Now, we, we, we do teaching and preaching, of course, every Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's a 30-minute set. But when it comes to actually 
diving into the deeper in truths of scripture, if you will, uh, it takes more time. Mm -hmm. And so you have to set aside time, dedicate time for, for that. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful and very exciting. And I think that sometimes we have a, a tendency for us who have been believers for a long time. Sometimes, you know, things, I th- we've talked about this a lot on this podcast, where we just hear these common phrases, we hear these common scriptures, and it's important to sometimes bring this fresh and deeper knowledge to understand that there is so much beautiful truth to be uncovered, and there are so many important aspects. I mean, we are mind, body, and soul, right? And we are have all these things, and the Bible encompasses all of that. Like, it's true, you hear a lot from the emotional side, but to go deeper and to understand that there is logic and there is even like a science behind things that, you know, we, yeah. we talk about in the Bible, it's very exciting. And anything that brings revitalization to the word and to our lives as believers is something that I think is really important because it's easy sometimes to become complacent in in just this is our knowledge and it's kind of surface level and so it's really exciting that this project is all about going deeper right for yeah. sure yeah. and so you know why is it imperative to talk about doctrine if you just had to sum it up why is that so imperative there's a couple of points i want to leave with you on that okay right? because <laughs> it's uh it's extremely important mm. uh and especially in the day that we live in today and the scripture is very clear that um, in in Proverbs, rather in Hosea, chapter 4, verse 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Ooh, Ooh, that's a truth (laughs) bomb right there. (laughs) So to start off with, um, you know, (laughs) if you don't have the knowledge of God's word in your life Mm. and its teachings, you're easily deceived. Yes. And led astray. So, mm. and, and led into destruction. You will make wrong choices because you don't understand the Word of God. You don't have the Word of God burning in your heart. You don't have the Word of God living in your life. And, uh, and you don't have a full comprehension of it. Now, we live in a day of great deception. Yes. And the Bible says that mm. in the last days, there's going to be, deception is going to be strong. Mm. And so as, because of that, we really do need to know Christian doctrine. You know, the, 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 the excuse me, Cut that one out. <laughs> you can edit that little phrase. Um, it's important that we understand doctrine because uh, of these days of great deception. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're really talking spiritual life and death here. Yes. So it's so important. And the other thing about Bible doctrine or teaching doctrine or core truths, I'm gonna, they're kind of saying all the same thing, is this, is that... Um, uh, the truth, if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. Amen. But you got to know the truth. If you yes. don't know the truth, it's not going to set you free. So you have to have a, a knowledge, start with a head knowledge, understanding what does the scripture say, what does it mean, and then making that personal application of it. Mm. And the other thing is that the early church had a systematic form of teaching. They met every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in Acts 2.42, they were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching, the apostles' teaching, they were devoting. They were all. They were devoted to coming together every week, even more often than that, mm-hmm. going house to house, breaking bread, and discussing right. what did the Lord show you today? What did the, what did you see in the scriptures? You know that kind of thing. So, um, so and then the last it brings stability. We know that you find in uh, in Ephesians chapter four, verse eleven through fourteen. There's the fivefold ministry, mm-hmm. and it was there to help mature the church. Mm-hmm. so that the church would 
do the work of the ministry. But also it says in here, um, as a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, mm. by the trickery of men, by craftiness in deceitful scheming. And so the scripture is clear that that, uh, that sound doctrine helps the church to become stable. Yes. And there's a lot of false doctrine kicking around and mm -hmm. we have to have good sound doctrine and, and, and have it. One of the things I, I just want to add in here, you know, we, with the Core Truth Project is that, uh, is that uh, you know, there's so many good teachers, you know, mm -hmm, like Rick absolutely. Warren and all, you know, great teachers out there these days online. You can go on, you can mm -hmm. watch forever <laughs> on yes, YouTube endless. and everything. And, and, all, and that's all wonderful. But, you know, there's something that happened uh, that I heard the other day, actually the other day, before we started this, this Core Truth Project, and it was mm -hmm. this. Diane Harrison, who was leading the, the prophetic team locally here, now she's moved on to leading uh, with Lifelinks. Mm -hmm. But uh, one of the Lifelinks churches invited her to go and bring a team and do a prophetic ministry and prophetic workshop at mm -hmm. her at their rather at their um, church and diane said oh that's great i'd love to do it but mm -hmm. said well, why don't you invite you know a bigger name quote unquote you know uh -huh. someone that's more well known mm -hmm. and, you know you guys have the resources to do that why, why don't you do that why are you asking me and the answer that they gave is because we know you oh and so that really stuck with me and i thought you know what um we can we can do this core truth project. You know, we're going to use you know different two. And Dave Wiles, of course, he's a, he's a seasoned teacher. Mm -hmm. He's a great teacher. But there's others that, you know, like myself, not as good as him. <laughs> you know, so humble. Yeah. We appreciate that. <laughs> you know, and other teachers in our body, mm -hmm. people who are gifted to teach, who can teach doctrine mm -hmm. well, mm -hmm. and uh, and and actually be more effective in some respects than listening to. Um, a name outside of our church mm. because God wants to speak to his church through his church amen you know mm -hmm. locally yes. I really believe we believe we believe strongly in the local church and so mm. we want we want to raise up the ministries that are in this church who have our DNA, who have mm. what God's calling upon their lives in this church yeah. <laughs> and release it, right? And so Absolutely. we are excited. And now to add to that, I'm getting a little off track here. but That's just, okay. We like this. Just uh, to, to bring uh, understanding here is that we just finished the prayer campaign. Mm, oh, my goodness. That was incredible. Campaign. Yes. And we used for our teaching sessions, our 15-minute teaching, teaching sessions, mm -hmm. we used local teachers from this yep. church. Yep. And we have had real positive uh, reviews. Mm. The people loved listening to their own people teach yep. them. Yep. You know, we could have brought in other teachers. We could have brought in other material to teach the same stuff. But it's their heart. Mm -hmm. They brought it forward and they did an excellent job. So... You know, and uh, so we're really so just to just to, you know what I'm excited about is that really would love first of all people to get hungry again for the word and his Amen. presence, and yes. then hungry to learn what the doctrines of Christ are, yeah. the doctrines of the word, the core truths of God's word, and getting them into their lives. But learning from one another in the local church setting, mm. we have teachers that can rise up and actually teach sound doctrine. 
Amen. in this place. Well, I got sidetracked. Anyway. <laughs> no, that was good. That's amazing. <laughs> and thank you so much for sharing the heart behind this, because I think that's really what we want the listeners to understand is that is that heart and that passion that comes from the local church and how much more important is it now to get back into our local church, right. to come together as community, to, I mean, stoke the fire again, right. you know, in our hearts for, for Christ, for our community. And, mm-hmm. and I do, I love that aspect that it's so personable. You know, it's it is. I mean, sure, we listen to some amazing, you know, preachers from around the world, you know, who've done incredible things. But how much more powerful is it to know that this is someone that you you pass in the hallway here at church and yet they're there sharing their heart and sharing the knowledge of God. So that is that is incredible. Thank you for sharing that, Gary. Uh, You know, what are what are some of the doctrines that you feel need to be better explained for in this like core truth project? What do you think? Well, there's a, a number of them, and actually, you know, to be honest, I'm still, you know, because I haven't really visited them. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to teach in the Bible school, and when I else been in the Bible school, and of course, you'd learn a lot of that stuff back then. That mm-hmm. was like a million years ago. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> don't sell yourself short there. <laughs> hey. yeah, it's all right. Uh, so the thing is, is that uh, so I'm excited to because. You know, you know the truths, but to go deeper into them and to start uncovering them a little bit more mm-hmm. is just like really, wow, I, I didn't see that before, you know, mm-hmm. even for myself and stuff. Mm-hmm. So how much more for all, all others? One of the, 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 the doctrines that I feel are the, one of the core truths that I think is, is probably not, is taught a lot okay. in many different ways. Um, but it's not really fully grasped. I think Christians have a hard time grabbing a hold of it. Mm. And it's, it's known as the doctrine of imputation. Oh, that's a big word it's there, big Gary. Word. <laughs> Even for me, yes. <laughs> I think you're going to have to explain this a little bit more. You give us a big word like that. <laughs> I'll explain it like this. Martin Luther uh, termed it as the great exchange. Okay. Well, in a nutshell, what it is, is when we come to Christ, we give our sins over to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Forgive, wipe away, wash mm-hmm. away, remove as far as the east is from the west, yep. like throw yep. in the deep sea, all <laughs> these, these explanations to help us understand what happens. We're good with that, but, this, but the exchange is this, is that we give him our sins and then he gives us his righteousness. Oof. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so then we actually are standing before him mm-hmm. r- uh, with a robe of righteousness around mm-hmm. us. The Bible talks about a robe of righteousness. We are actually standing in right standing before him. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I can come boldly before the throne mm-hmm. of grace. I can come boldly. I can come in like he's like yeah. my daddy. I can come in. So we Abba, cry, Abba, Abba Father. Father right? Yeah. Because it's this closeness. It's free access. Mm-hmm. But a lot of believers don't experience that freedom. Yes. yes. But when you really know the doctrine of mm-hmm. imputation, mm-hmm. when you really get the revelation of mm-hmm. it, it changes your relationship with the mm-hmm. Lord like amazingly. Mm-hmm. So you you go from religious relationship to yep. re- strong relational religion mm-hmm. relationship and you know and uh, what's really neat about this going you know a little bit deeper was the imputation uh, the doctrine of imputation talks about how that we when we're born when we're conceived and born we are have this what's called a sin nature mm-hmm. yeah 
that's been imputed to us okay. from Adam. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Adam sin, Adam and he sin. So then we are now carrying this sin nature from the time we're born. What Jesus did, or what Heavenly Father did, is that he imputed that sin onto Jesus, because Jesus is sinless. Yes. So in order for Jesus to have sin, he had to have it imputed upon him. Hmm. So he went to the cross to carry it for us, as it says here, and um, I'm skipping ahead here in my notes. Um, <laughs> That's okay. This is a, a good bunny trail. <laughs> yeah. Yes, in Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, it says, he made him who knew no sin to be sin mm -hmm. on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So he made him, God made Jesus who knew no sin to be sin. How could he do that? It had to be an imputation of sin oh, wow. onto Jesus. Mm -hmm. So then Jesus takes that and then dies on the cross, pays for all our mm -hmm. sin. He meets the demand of the law completely, fulfills the demand of the law so that now we can be forgiven and released yeah. from our sin and then experience that imputation of righteousness. Now the word impute means to credit or ascribe. Hmm. To credit or ascribe something to a person. So now because I've accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior, he ascribes to me righteousness. And I therefore walk in righteousness. Now, now this changes my, my lifestyle. Yes. I know that I'm righteous, not by anything I've done, but no. by everything that he has done. Because I, I am righteous by all the work that he has done, then my, that's my now new identity. Mm. I'm not a sinner anymore. Right. I'm a saint. Yep. Yeah, I remember uh, listening to a speaker who spoke on the fact that Jesus, he didn't sin. He didn't do sinful things in his lifetime. So then how did he, you know, die for the, well, he died for the consequences of sin. He died, he became sin. Because he didn't do sinful actions. No. So for us, when we do something that is a sinful action, that's not, Jesus died for the consequences of that sin in our life. Mm -hmm. That's why we are covered in that righteousness. He sees us through the blood of Jesus. He sees us, he sees that rope of righteousness, yeah. right. despite sinful actions, right? right? It, right. We do not have that identity any longer no. as sinner, right. because Jesus, right, who yeah. knew no sin, became right. sin for us. And so, because you know you're righteous, mm -hmm. and it, and walk, and when you start to you know, really know that, that's how you get that through doctrine. That yep. doctrine teaches me I'm righteous. So yep. that's why core truth is so important. Because yep. if you don't know that, then you're not gonna walk in it. Mm. And if you stop walking in it, guess what happens? You start walking in sin, mm -hmm. you start walking in condemnation, yep, and, and then guilt. you don't know how to walk before. You know what, I know of people that say, oh, I just, I, I, I sinned today. And, and I, and I don't know, you know, I, yeah, I confessed it, but, you know, I just don't, I feel so bad feel so about it. I'm so guilty about it still. I'm so guilty, still. and mm -hmm. I feel, I can't, how can I ever go before God? Well, the scripture is clear. If we confess our sins, he is faithful yep. and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. So the best way to overcome sin mm -hmm. is confess it, get up right away. Yes. So if you fall, you say, Lord, forgive me for that. Yeah. Boom, you're back up again, you're back in the saddle, mm. and the devil hates it. That's the best <laughs> way to beat the devil at his own game. So, Because what he tries to do, tempt you to sin, then you sin, then he beats you up for it. Yep. Well, you can beat him, you can, you can beat him on all that, any one of those levels, but if you get to the, the, the bottom and you say, okay, yeah, I fell, mm -hmm. 
I'm going to get back up right away. Yeah. And then you defeat the enemy. You don't receive because there's therefore now no, no condemnation, condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. And so that's the best way to, to beat it. Now, there's another thing that uh, Joseph Prince. I love sure. listening to Joseph <laughs> Prince. This is awesome. <laughs> and Joseph Prince uh, was sharing this about identity. So he mm -hmm. said he was counseling some drug addicts. Mm-hmm. And they're struggling. They're believers, but they're you know they're 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 bound by drugs, right? Yeah, so he said, you know, why don't you try this? When you are smoking up, <laughs> <laughs> as you're doing that, while you're doing that, confess who you are. Mm. I'm righteous. Say, I'm righteous in Jesus. I I am. This is not who I am. Yeah, I'm struggling with this right now, but this is not who I am. I am made clean mm. by the blood of the Lamb. I I want to walk in it. So when walk in 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 His righteousness, and so when you he he said that he found that when they were doing that, it helped them to be greater overcomers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you really know your who you are in Christ, it helps you to overcome a lot of things absolutely you know a lot of your own personal struggles but even the things that have been done to you mm -hmm. if you know you're righteous mm -hmm. then you can release those things and start walking in your righteousness amen mm -hmm. oh that's some good truth gary thank i feel like i just had a little mini core project <laughs> core truth project session right now yeah, so absolutely. that's some wonderful information we're just going to take a short break but don't you guys go anywhere we have some more awesome truths coming at you shortly. Hey there, it's Lola. Enjoying our open, transparent, honest conversations? Us too. Be sure to never miss an episode by hitting that subscribe button. Honest Conversations, found wherever you may get your podcasts. We at Honest Conversations know that church isn't a specific building, place, or brand, and actually encompasses the entire body of believers. If you or your church is wanting to get involved in helping build a thriving young adult community, we'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on our socials or send us an email. We want to hear from you. Send us your questions and we'll be sure to include them in our next Q&A segment. Chat soon. Welcome back to Honest Conversations. And I'm Dabria in studio with me right now, Gary Williamson, sharing with us about the Core Truth Project and just some incredible information and knowledge and approaching the Bible on a deeper almost intellectual kind of level. And so we're just going to go right back into it. And I'm going to ask you about something that I'm sure you have knowledge on this. And I'm really excited for the listeners to hear more about the doctrine of regeneration. What is it, Gary? <laughs> uh, that's an exciting doctrine. And, uh, and I, um, it's really a simple definition. Mm -hmm. And the best way to define it is born again. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that phrase a few times around right. here. <laughs> sure. And the verse of scripture that helps us uh, with it is found in Titus 3, 5. He saved us not on the basis of deeds, which we have done in righteousness, but according to his mercy, mm. by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit. And so we are saved or we are re regenerated. We're born again mm -hmm. when we come to Christ by faith. But what do we mean by the term born again then? Yes, yes. Let's go a little deeper on that because, like I said, heard it once or twice growing up in the church, you yeah. know. So let's go deeper on that. What sure. do we mean by born again? Well, we're going to do a little bit of a deep dive here for it, not too deep. 
But yeah, we, we can't a, spend two hours yeah. on this, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't have two hours material, but we want to talk about how do we, uh, the best way to, to do this is to look at Nicodemus and mm-hmm. Jesus. So Nicodemus in John chapter three comes to talk to Jesus. Right. You know, I think he's really wanting to learn about truth. Yeah. I think he's a truth seeker at this point. Mm, I agree. Really wants to find out, is Jesus the real deal or not here? You know, and he's, I think Nicodemus has a lot of integrity because he's mm-hmm. really, he is a teacher in Israel and he has to be careful what's coming in. There's a lot of messiahs happening in that yep. time frame and, the, you know, false teachers and stuff. He's got to be alert as to what's going on. And so he's checking Jesus out. It's late at night, I think, and it's dark. And so he's kind of going under the cover of, of darkness. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter to Jesus. Does this Jesus doesn't care how you come. He just <laughs> wants you to you come. come. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you get there, right? So right. He's uh, really wanting uh, to meet with Nicodemus, no doubt. Jesus' heart wants to meet with everybody. And, uh, and so, but you know, you know, so Nicodemus, he says, Rabbi, we know that you've come from God as a teacher. Mm. So he's got part of the way. Part of it. <laughs> For no one can do these signs you do unless God is with him. Now, Jesus answered, says, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Hmm. Unless you're born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. The word see there in the Greek means to perceive, to experience, or to know. Hmm. You cannot really know the kingdom. You cannot experience the kingdom. You have to be born again. Jesus goes right to the jugular. <laughs> I don't know if it's because he's tired and he <laughs> to go, to, go to bed or what, but it's just like he's not, he doesn't play around with Nicodemus. Mm. He just, look, here's he the He just need. hands him the truth. He just, <laughs> boom, right there. And he says this, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot mm. see the kingdom of God. Like it's the word truly Mm-hmm. In Greek is the, is called Amen. Mm. It's almost like the Amen, right? But oh. it's Amen in Greek. And he says it twice, Amen, Amen. Mm. Well, the word Amen means strong affirmation of what is declared. Mm. Mm. But then he says it twice. He says, so for double the emphasis. Yep. Why? Because this truth is absolutely Im- so important. Mm-hmm. And so he says, you got to have this. <laughs> yep. Teacher of Israel, grab a hold of this one mm-hmm. because this is the most important thing you need to know right now because this is what you need. And, and uh, the, only, the best I can give you right now is you need to be born again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And and please pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> listen up. <laughs> yeah, teacher, listen, right? Because yep. this, you you know, with the hopes that he would then teach, mm. ob- obviously, other Israelites and other mm-hmm. Jews mm-hmm. to come to Christ by being born again. Right. Nicodemus' response is, well, I'm born again? What do you mean? Got to get back into my mother's womb? Like, <laughs> what's going on here? And, uh, you know, Jesus says, no, no. Um, being born again, he goes on to say, um, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he, sh- he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That mm-hmm. which is born of the spirit is mm-hmm. spirit. Mm-hmm. Do not be amazed that I said to you, you must be born again. <laughs> you know, 
And that's for everybody. Right. Don't yeah. be amazed that Jesus is saying to us, you must be born again. Yeah. You have to be born again. You can't come to heaven unless you're born again. Right. You know. And that's <coughs> why it's so necessary. Yeah. You yeah. can't get in. We're talking about eternity here. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why it's so, that's why he's so emphatic. And so this doctrine of regeneration mm. is so close to God's heart, right? right. And he, he's so emphatic about it. Mm. You've got to have this. <laughs> yeah, you could even say it's foundational, right? Like it is foundational to living as a Christian, to being saved. Yeah. It's mm. a core truth. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> you set me up. <laughs> <laughs> Only that's in right. the best ways, Gary. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's good. Um, the phrase um, born again uh, can also mean born from above. So it's indicating a spiritual birth. Mm-hmm. Okay. And being born again is, is there's something unique about it in that sense is that um, it's, it's kind of mystery, mysterious mm-hmm. and, it's, mm-hmm. and it's unseen, but yet it shows evidence yes. later on. Oh, I like right? that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like the wind. Yeah. You know, we live in Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada, <laughs> and we're just still in the middle of winter here, which shouldn't be the case. The winter is so bad. This is a bad winter. Anyways. Quite windy today as windy, well. Windy, <laughs> and then we have these snow drifts, right? Mm-hmm. And if you go to bed at night and you wake up in the morning. It's and a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> the wind has moved the snow around, right? And so it is with the Holy Spirit. Mm. He comes into our lives. It's invisible. We don't know what's going on. He comes and goes like the wind. What a transformation. Amen to that, yeah. What a transformation can take place in our lives because of being born again. Mm. So being born again means that spiritual birthing of the inner person is being born of the Spirit of God. Mm. So then, excuse me as I move my papers around here. (laughs) Yeah, so then... Oh, you just dropped a lot of truth there. Yeah. But so just to, to sum it up, you know, why is it necessary? And after that, how does one get born again? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, in order to understand the necessity of it, you have to go back to the Garden of Eden. Yes. Yeah. And there, of course, Adam and Eve, they fell mm-hmm. to sin. Yeah. And then it says they died. But they didn't die. Physically, right then. Physically, yeah. right then. So God said, if you eat this, you're going to die. If you eat the forbidden, forbidden fruit, you're going to die. But they didn't die right away. It was hundreds of years later. Right. But immediately, they died spiritually mm. because they were separated from God. They were mm. ended up ashamed, and they were hiding from God. Yep. And God was walking in the cool of the garden. And Adam, where are you? Where are you? Mm. So the relationship was severed so badly so that he had to actually remove them from the Garden of Eden so there was a real distancing Mm. so sin leads to death death is separation from God and so that's what happened so what occurred uh, in them was this death of the spirit they Mm. were still walking around they had mind Mm -hmm. they had a will they had emotions and they had a body Yep. So spirit, soul, and body, but the spirit had gone dormanted on them because the spirit is what you really, re- how you really mm. relate to God with, mm-hmm. and that's when you, how that, how this works. <laughs> but the spirit is dead, and so that got imputed to us, a dead spirit. When we're born, we don't have a live spirit. Our mm. spirit is unalive. <laughs> yeah, it's dead. <laughs> it's dead, and we find this in scriptures, uh, for. 
Uh, Romans chapter uh, 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Um, therefore, also in Romans 5.12, just as through one man sin entered the world and death through sin, and so death passed to all men or spread to all men because all sin. Therefore, we're born with the sin nature. Um, but in Ephesians 2, 4 through 5, it says, But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love, which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. So we are dead without being born again. Mm. Until we're born again, we're dead. Yeah. We're walking dead men, <laughs> if you will, right? <laughs> uh -huh. And uh, so, um, and to help us understand this a little more clearly, we have to look at the three-part being, how God has made us. Mm, We're made yeah. spirit, soul, and body. Right. Makes sense, because he is Father, Son, and Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. So yeah. he's a three in one. And we're made in and his image. We are made in his image. Good. You're just learning fast. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, we're made in his image, and so therefore we too are a three-part being. Mm. That's how I see it anyway. And we find proof to that. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete. Okay, may your spirit and soul and body be preserved and 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 preserved complete. So there's ands between all those three. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's spirit, soul, and body. <coughs> now, the spirit inside of us is not alive, like I said, mm -hmm. at the time of birth. Of time of birth, because it says in of Psalm 51, verse five, for I was born a sinner. Yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. Mm -hmm. So that's what caused that spirit mm -hmm. not to be alive. But we're born with the spirit. And you are dead in your trespasses and sins, according to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1. So we're not, we're still alive, still walking around, mm -hmm. but we don't have a, we're not born of the mm -hmm. spirit as an unbeliever. So would you like to know what to do next? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would. We are <laughs> waiting with bated breath, Scary. <laughs> So because of that, obviously, uh, what Jesus would say, you, you must be born again. Mm -hmm. Because if that spirit has not come alive in you, then you can't enter the kingdom of God. Right. Flesh and blood cannot enter. Yeah. Right. So it could only enter in the kingdom of God through the spirit, by the Holy Spirit. And your, your spirit, therefore, needs to become alive. Mm -hmm. And the way it comes alive is easy <laughs> <laughs> this is the easy part <laughs> so it's just simply by faith hmm. by believing right you just need to believe in the lord jesus christ mm -hmm. put your full weight of trust in him and you will be born again as it says in john chapter 3 verse 16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Now, I know that's a very common verse of Scripture. <laughs> Heard it once or twice, it, yeah. <laughs> and as believers, we listen to it. Over and over. But let it become yeah. fresh to us. Mm, amen. What does the word believe mean? Mm. Do you know? I don't have the dictionary definition, <laughs> but I can find it for you real <laughs> fast if you need. <laughs> Why don't you enlighten us, Gary? Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know this was going to be a pop quiz. <laughs> Sorry. Just want to bring conversation here right now. Believe is the Greek, in the Greek word, 
is called pistis. And now we're doing Greek, too. We're doing Greek, yeah. <laughs> you don't know this? <laughs> if you come to the Core Truth Project, you will learn all these kinds of things. That was Pist- a shameless advertisement. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> pistis is the, is the Greek word, and, it, and it's interpreted faith and belief. And, it, and it's believing to the extent of complete trust mm. and reliance. Mm-hmm. I just love that definition. I do too. Where you're just like sitting in your chair, completely <laughs> trusting it to bear up. And when you do that, mm. the Spirit of God comes into your spirit, in the inner core of who you are, and brings to life, mm. brings you to spiritual life, saves you from the wages of sin, mm-hmm. which is death. Mm. Now, this, of course, also includes some elements. It includes things like repentance, mm-hmm. turning away from sin, turning on to God. It includes elements like surrender, surrender all your, mm-hmm. your life to Him. Mm-hmm. It includes elements like reception. And this is a beautiful part about being born again. And it's also in John chapter 3. But as many as received Him, mm-hmm. to them He gave the right mm. to become children of God, even those who to believe on his name. So now you've, you've got this, this authority mm-hmm. that's bestowed into your life because you're born again now. You're born of the Spirit. You are now regenerated. You've come to new life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> regeneration, right? And that's <laughs> what the doctrine of regeneration is about, that coming to new life. Mm-hmm. And once that happens in you, then you have this place as a child of uh, great of a great authority mm-hmm. to walk in holiness to walk in righteousness mm-hmm. and to have the joy and to have access to the father and to pray and ask him for things and have this communion relationship mm-hmm. it's amazing and then you have the right of entrance into heaven mm-hmm. when the time comes for you to go from this life to the next life mm-hmm. and wow Wow. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my goodness. I love your passion for this. And honestly, this is what we need when we're learning about these truths and going deeper. You know, we need to have this heart and this passion. And I feel like that's just all of what Core Truth Project Mm -hmm. is all about. And so I feel like now is a really good time to say if this is something, um, the the salvation aspect, the born again aspect, if this is something that um, you haven't experienced or you want to know more about, reach out to your local church, Harvest City here, Gateway Church. There are fantastic uh, speakers online, uh, Joseph Prince, that you can listen to and you can find more information about and you can learn even more about being born again and the the beautiful journey that comes after that. So I think this is a really great place to wrap up today's episode. Thank you so much, Gary, for being in studio today. And we, of course, just want to thank our partner churches, Harvest City Church and Gateway Church here in Regina. Thank you so much for your support. Um, For all of you listeners, rate us and review us. This helps others see us and will help us to create a community. You can always send us your questions or topic ideas on our social media pages and connect with us as well. And you guys are not going to want to miss our next episode. We have a special guest and we are going to be talking on the topic of addiction. So you guys are not going to want to miss that. Uh, Once again, I'm Dabria. Thanks, Gary, so much for being with us today, Honest Conversations. Thank you to all of you for hanging out with us. We'll talk again soon. Bye. To all of our listeners, thanks for hanging out with us. Check out our website, anchor.fm slash honest dash conversations for all the ways to stay connected and be the first to know about new episodes. 
See you next time on Honest Conversations.